The following program is sponsored by Salt and Pepper Conversations. Welcome to Salt and Pepper Conversations with author and speaker David Savage and pastor and evangelist Aaron Thomas. Salt because as Christians, we're called on to be salt and light in a world of darkness. Pepper because as men, we struggle with things like hot tempers and dark thoughts. Let's join David and Aaron for today's topic. Good afternoon, Salt and Pepper listeners. We do struggle with hot tempers, but also <laughs> hot temperatures because it's August, man. <laughs> Welcome to Houston. Yeah. Today we are covering the warrior face in our series of the four faces of manhood. And we want to thank our sponsor, ERS, Electronic Restoration Services, for putting on the war paint with us and sponsoring our show. Pastor Aaron, I know you're always full of conquering energy. Are you ready to talk about it? Yeah, you know me. Good afternoon. Good afternoon. What's happening out there, my salt and pepper people? Uh, Welcome back again. I, too, want to welcome you back. Thank you for tuning in and sharing this time with us. So keep tuning in. Keep sharing what you're hearing and uh, support the show. Right? You know, just like you said, I want to give that shout out to ERS, Electronic Restoration Services, Always want to give them a shout because they're always taking care of us and they'll take care of you and all your electronic restoration needs. David, my man, it's also good to see you, partner. Likewise. Life's been kind of hectic this last week, huh? Mm -hmm. We haven't been able to get together or even talk that much, but I'm glad we're here. And I want to say something, man. I really appreciate some of these topics that you come up with because it's stuff I, I go, okay, I'm willing to talk about anything, but how you prayerfully get these topics that we can biblically share with men. I appreciate it. Well, good. I hope, I hope we're helping our listeners out there. We need to hear from you. Um, as I mentioned earlier, the warrior, fla- the warrior face reflects conquering energy. It is characterized by initiative, perseverance, and a willingness to fight, protect, and provide when necessary. The warrior face is expressed when you step up to your responsibilities at work and home, Courageously follow your dreams and God's callings, tackle your debts, address your shortcomings, and boldly face the hard moments of life. And finally, live true to your faith. Now, Aaron, my last name is Savage, and you're a big man. <laughs> I know you got the warrior face in you, me too. How about some Bible stories where the warrior face is demonstrated well? Okay, well, let me see. First we did the king face. Now we're doing this warrior face, you know. Um, That's king, not kink, right? Yeah. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> well, depending <laughs> on what face you're in. Okay, never mind. Let's not go there. But anyway, yeah, you know, I don't think you can have your warrior face without uh, your king face. Um, but let me just make sure I got it right. Okay, so... This warrior face uh, that a man puts on is initiative. It's his resourcefulness, his capability, perseverance, his resolve and tenacity, and his willingness to fight, protect, and provide. You got it. All right? Well, whenever I think about uh, the warrior face in that context, I think of it in terms of Scripture. Um, You know, I always, when I think about warrior, I think about spiritual warfare. I think about the things that uh, we go through, what we're battling, who we're battling, you know, because a lot of times we look and go, I'm battling David. (laughs) And David looks at me and goes, and I'm battling Aaron, and it's going to be a fight. You know, Ephesians 6.10 tells us we don't battle against flesh and blood, um, but we battle against principality, spiritual wickedness, 
um, against rulers and uh, principalities and dark forces, you know, and that we're supposed to be strong in the Lord and the power of his might. Right. I think about that when I think about the warrior face and that's uh, the spiritual battle, because that's the fight we have to fight first to be able to fight properly in our carnal existence in, in in this life right if we don't realize that there's a spiritual battle going on putting on our warrior face and fighting things in this world we'll just be in all kinds of unnecessary wars and i want to touch on that later in the show okay because i know we might have a difference of opinion about a war oh, oh not that <laughs> but uh, also <Lord> help me <laughs> help him more really but um and Timothy 4 talks about, don't let anyone look down on you because you are young, but set an example for the believers in speech and conduct in love, in faith and in purity. You know, and that's uh, Paul admonishing Timothy to put on his warrior face to be strong. You know, he, he urge, urges him to guard the treasure entrusted to him. You know, being a man today is is tough, but. When you get to know the different faces and uh, what is required to be a better man you and what the Bible says, you can walk in this a whole lot better. You know, I think of James 1, 12, where it says, blessed is the man who remains steadfast under trial, right? That's that warrior face, that concrete man. Mm -hmm. For when he has stood the test, he will receive the crown of life, which God has promised uh, to those who love him. And when you... Uh, and trial and stood the test or, or the trial or the battle, depending on what version uh, you're reading, you know, that's uh, crazy. And one last um, account of Warrior Face, you asked for biblical examples. I, I like to think of uh, Joshua and Caleb when they went to spy out the promised land. Um, although the men in that land had were bigger and uh, stronger, they weren't afraid. They had the willingness to fight, protect, and provide for the nation, right? And they were unwavering. So yeah. that's yeah, an that's, example that, of that. That's, that's a really good example because that was, you know, those were giants and you know, everybody else was saying, we ain't going in there. Right. Kind of like what's happening in Afghanistan right now. Uh, Let's uh, not go there. Yeah, we'll go there. Well, we're okay, there. Maybe we do. We do need to do that for our country. Uh, but it seems that most men depicted on primetime television today are far from warriors. And this space is likely most often criticized this toxic masculinity when it is not demonstrated properly. An ugly caricature of the warrior face is a destroyer. A man who wears the warrior face exclusively is always in fighting mode. And I have to say, I've, I've, I've been in that, that position. He is abusive and unintentionally destroys himself and his family. He lacks the king face to restrain and direct his passions for conquest. Ever know anyone like that? Hmm. Never been that person yourself? <laughs> How about a Bible character as an example so we don't uh, get too uncomfortable? <laughs> no, let's get uncomfortable. That's what it's about, men becoming uh, willing to be vulnerable, you know. Mm -hmm. So I, I am going to share personally. However, you know, David, uh, that question really messes with me because um, a man or a woman with a toxic wrong attitude can destroy, right? Mm -hmm. I, mm -hmm. I mean – and that's not gender gender specific, but it is can with the, <laughs> mm -hmm. right. But when I think about the question in reference to the audience and to men, toxic masculinity, man, that that's that thing that involves cultural pressure for men to behave in a certain way. Uh, that's the definition. Uh, the notions that some people's idea of manliness perpetuates domination, homophobia, and aggression. I I, I had to look that up, right? Because this toxic 
masculinity is one of these things um, people like to these new words mm-hmm. that they they put out here. I believe you know come with a um, uh, a context like they're, they're agenda. Yeah, there's there's a that's the word. Thank you. There's Lies. an agenda behind <laughs> what they're why why they created this word and how they mm-hmm. define this word. And, and I, I just said I'm the guy who thinks. Uh, Old traditional biblical ways of of being provide protect willingness to fight always in the context of the Bible, um, but I I know it can get improperly positioned it can get misused right I think ah uh, man when I think of people you ask me for biblical examples and I always have to um, remember that that's what we're here to do is allow men to realize that they can go to the Bible and find an example for everything under the sun. God has provided his word is uh, plenary and infallible and inerrant. There is no error. So I think of two kings, um, King Nebuchadnezzar and King Manasseh, Mm, a heathen heathen king and a king of Israel, right? These kings lacked control to their own uh, detriment and were humbled by God. They almost lost it all. As a matter of fact, they did for a while, both of them. You know, Nebuchadnezzar. Eating grass. You know? Seven years. That fool went crazy, right? But uh, but then they ran into God, and he changed their hearts and made them better kings. Personally, I remember when I met my uh, my wife, Michelle, I told her I was old-fashioned. I picked things up. I put them down. You know, I'm that guy. I believe that a man should provide a, a place to live and that a woman should make it a home. A man should work. Not saying a woman can't work, but uh, it's her job to make it a home. Mm-hmm. Not because I said so, because that's how God set it up, right? And I, and, and I believe that today men miss that, right? They're, they're willing to have their woman go out and work. That's just wrong. I used to tell Michelle, look, you cook, clean, and if you need me to help, I'll assist. She never needs me to help for some reason. <laughs> I guess I don't do it. Uh, right. But I also told her when things go boom, bang in the night, I get up. When the car needs fixed, I make sure it gets fixed. When right. there's something that needs repaired, right, and when she's feeling threatened or afraid, I stand in the gap and make sure she knows that I would die to make sure she's up. I, I don't know if that's toxic, right, but uh, some women today would find that offensive, and as a man, though, I stand on the biblical principles that were established by God, and I don't care what other people think, right? If you find it offensive, you're entitled to your opinion, mm-hmm. right? Um, there are toxic behaviors, I, I, I definitely believe, but, like, I don't think they're limited to men. I think men can be very toxic because some of us have a, a skewed view of how we're to interact with one another. You know, we got that puff my chest out. Every man wants to be the alpha. Right. Right? I mean, it, it doesn't matter. From the nerdiest guy to the strongest guy, everybody wants to be the alpha. Where there's only one true alpha, that's Jesus Christ. Mm-hmm. Right? And then we have to learn who we are and be content in who we are in Christ. But as a man, we have been given responsibilities by God Uh to as you as you we're learning here to be this warrior right to be this king and then we're going to go through the other faces of this but yeah i I truly believe that uh nebuchadnezzar and and manasseh were just good biblical examples of men who thought too highly of themselves and god humbled them but gave them a right perspective of themselves as a man Mm mm-hmm
Well, I'd like to uh, pause here for a moment <clears throat> because we're we're looking at some transitions, and we think that we might need to change the name of the show. And so, I want to prevail upon you, our listening audience. Uh, you know, we've been meeting with KKHT Station Management to determine how best to promote and grow the show to reach and engage more listeners because, you know, as we're talking about today, the Bible is still relevant. There are still stories of men, flawed men like us, that we can go to and say, hey, this is how God corrected them. This is how that truth still applies today. The ancient wisdom never gets old. It's it's the true uh, benchmark of wisdom. But we want to grow our audience, and Aaron and I are a, age where we're not the best at social media and everything is kind of based on keywords and on social media. And so, you know, with so many podcasts available today and search engines and algorithms driving that process, you know, we've been in prayer about renaming the show and we want it to be easy to find with the best keywords for search engines to find and present our show and the results when people are searching for a new podcast on this topic. So we've come up with a few candidates and you know, we'd like you to vote on them or, you know, we even better if you got an idea about what might be a better title, um, we'd like your thoughts on it. So one is the authentic manhood handbook, you know, a little bit long, but we're talking about authentic uh, wrestling with the inner man like that. We could coattail. Making men great again. Uh, people don't like that that much. <laughs> yeah. There's a great song that I heard on the country channel, and it's called Things a Man Ought to Know. So those are just four examples of things that we're considering. And for those of you who don't know, I've written a book. The book is titled The Savage Path. The Savage Path. And uh, it's subtitled A Memoir on Modern Masculinity. And I'm willing to ship you a free signed copy of my book. To the first 25 people who either send us a vote or a recommendation of their own to title the show. And we'd like you to send that to saltandpepperconversations at gmail.com. I'll repeat that again, just just like it sounds, saltandpepperconversations at gmail.com. First 25, you'll be getting a copy of The Savage Path signed by the author. <laughs> by the man himself, David <laughs> Savage. Hey, so, Dave, I just wait, wanted to... One, one other thing. Just okay. please include your mailing address so okay. we know where to send it <laughs> when you when you email your answer in. Now, back to our warrior face. Well, hold on a second. Let me uh, chime in there. Exactly. We want you to participate. One thing about our, our show is we want to grow it to where it becomes more interactive. We want you to feel like this show is something that you can email us too and we'll talk about it like we want to talk about the subjects and the things that are um troubling men bothering men that men are struggling with and that a lot of times aren't being talked about not in churches where men don't talk to each other about them so please you know like like david said if you have a name or an idea of a name send it in if you have a question send it in if there's something you want to hear uh send it in send us an email Salt and pepper conversations at gmail.com. We will definitely uh, listen to it. We will definitely take it under advisement and we will probably definitely talk about it and uh, send in your recommendations so you can get your book. I actually read the book and uh, I was one of the first that got to. And when I first got it, I thought, oh, I'm not going to like this. I don't know what this is about. But as soon as I got into it, 
God spoke to me in this book, moved me in a, a tremendous way that allowed me to build this great relationship with this man of God and and uh, to go through his journeys and to experience his experiences with God and how God spoke to him through different um, times in his, and seasons in his life. It was just incredible. I, I know you will thoroughly enjoy it. It's a good read. It's an easy read. So definitely be one of the first 25 or go on uh, Amazon and get it. <laughs> the SavagePath.com is the website. Thank you for the plug. And uh, so, so back to our warrior face discussion, though. Another ugly side of the warrior face, and this might seem contradictory, is a wimp. Wimpy, wimpy, wimpy. See previous remarks about TV portrayals of weak men. Like a very funny show I watched was that, that 70s show. Every guy on there is just weak, man, wimps. <laughs> you know? and, uh, and, and so much of our culture portrays men that way. So when a man gives in to the pressures and temptations of a godless culture, which is kind of what we're in today, he gives up on his warrior face and resigns himself to manhood failure. In such cases, men often look to the women in their lives to care for them, asking them to don the warrior face. Aaron, does the Bible have any men who have wimped out, like maybe Abraham when he called his wife his sister? <laughs> uh, would you like to share an example of your own life where you've either worn the warrior face or demonstrated the destroyer or the wimp face? I don't know why you keep wanting to put my life out there and have me <laughs> tell on myself. But no, because, you know, I don't care. You're a freestylist. <laughs> yes, I am. And God has definitely set me free. But I want to talk about two men. A Abraham's a great, uh, uh, great um portrayal of a wimpy uh, of a wimpy man a man that got afraid and so he put his wife in front but i want to talk about two powerful men in the bible that became wimps at a season and a time in their life i i think of two they came to my mind right off the bat and and it's uh they didn't put on their best warrior face and that was king solomon the wisest most powerful uh king uh to ever rule, right? And then Samson. Mm -hmm. Those are great. Right? Uh, both were conquerors and overbearing destroyers. One thing people don't know about Solomon when they don't read, Solomon conquered so much of the world that that um, they had kings from all over. That's why he got a 400 wives. He was just conquering in territories, and he talks about it in the book of Ecclesiastes, the things that he did. Uh, but both were wimps when it came to women. They became these men that couldn't control themselves, and it caused their d demise. Um, they gave in. You know, Samson fought, killed a thousand men with the jawbone, jawbone of a donkey, mm. right? And, and and like I said, Solomon wise, but all, these women came in and they abdicated their power, their authority. They it was crazy how they did this. Man, I tell you, if God made Wiley. something, Wiley women. <laughs> if God Beware made something more women. powerful than a woman, he kept it for himself <laughs> and he can keep it because it messes us up as men. But um, yeah, they 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 just gave in. I personally haven't always wore my warrior face right either. I I've been overbearing when I should have been more compassionate. I've wimped out when I should have been more assertive. It, it, it's learning that balance. You know, you said something earlier um, that got me to thinking about how we should look at our manhood, how we learn to put on our king face and how we learn uh, to uh, wear this warrior face. And I, I, I immediately thought of uh, a car, right? Every car comes with a manual, 
a book of how to operate it and get the uh, best out of it. Ford writes theirs mm-hmm. for their Ford, Chevy, right? Right. Well, who best to know us than our manual, right? Basic instructions for believers living on earth. You've ever heard that acronym for the Bible, yeah, right? That, that's what that book's for, how, how to overcome because you're right. You know, the way men are portrayed on television today and all, all this different mess, it, it, it's just terrible. But men need to know that they were created in the image of God. The key uh, to this is balance of putting on your king warrior face properly is following God's plan and outline for manhood. You want to be a better man? <laughs> Open your yep, Bible. Yep. I like that. So believers, instruction. Basic instructions oh. for believers living on earth. I like that. I like All right? that a lot. <laughs> so we have watched a, a tragedy unfold here recently when we wimped out on foreign policy as a nation and left our friends in Afghanistan to their fate with the Taliban. And we have seen Christians shrinking from engagement in the political process to allow the cancel culture to undermine our educational system with the twisted doctrine of critical race theory, gender dysphoria, you know, we'll go on down the list. We might have shows about those topics uh, later on. I believe parents are now beginning to show up and speak up with their warrior faces, to fight for the proper education of their children, to boldly face the hard moments of life and live their true faith as parents. Any final thoughts on the warrior face, Aaron, as, uh, as we wrap up this episode? Man, I was going to get into it with you with about the Taliban and us leaving. I, have a, I think it's time for us to get out of there mm-hmm. regardless. And... To me, what it's shown is that they have put on the wimpy face. They haven't. We were there 20 years, trained them, taught them how to fight back, but they're not fighting back. So if you ain't going to fight, I I ain't going to fight for you. I agree with you. Right. So that's the part. But it, it is learning. And they unfortunately, a lot there. A lot of them are Muslim. Uh, um, I have nothing against any people, but I live by the Bible. Mm-hmm. And I say, when you learn the Bible, you learn how to be a man who can put on a warrior face and stand in in the presence of God in his might, his strength. And you do and, and you can do that. I, I just want to end with this thought as we continue to strive to know the best version of ourselves. We need only to look to our creator. You know, as we go through life uh, wanting to govern ourselves, we find ourselves redefining masculinity according to us, along with a whole plethora of other things. But they are not according to him, our father who art in heaven. So we continually get it wrong. Our king and our warrior face are defined in him. We were created in his image and likeness. And if we want to know how to always be able to put on a warrior face, how to put on our king face, we need to go to him. Well, and then we're going to be talking about the friend face and the lover face. And those are, you know, the softer, more compassionate sides, actually the ones that I have uh, struggled with a little bit more, you know, to be to be the friend that you need to be, to be compassionate, you know, when you need to be, to love, not just your woman, you know, but your friends, your family, people that are difficult to love. And uh, even I'm a great lover, Dave. I'm a lover, not a fighter. (laughs) Okay. I need some work. All right. Well, why don't you pray us out here on the warrior face? Absolutely. Father God, we just thank you 
for the, uh, this day, uh, allowing us to come together and sit under what we hope and believe is your teaching, your instruction, and your guidance. Lord, may you bless those that uh, have sat and heard and those that will hear. Uh, Lord, may they grow and learn something uh, from you and from your word. Continue to guide me and David that we may um, have these conversations and that they may impact change into the world around us. Lord, we love you. We thank you for all that you're doing and all that you've done. And it's in the mighty name of Jesus Christ, our Lord and Savior, that we pray. Amen. And amen. Y'all come back and see us. We'll be right back here next Sunday afternoon. We'll be counting votes. Hopefully you'll send them in and I'll be sending out books. Send them in, y'all. Thanks. Thanks for listening to Salt and Pepper Conversations with David Savage and Pastor Aaron Thomas. Tune in next time as we tackle more tough topics to train a generation of better men. You can contact David and Aaron through Salt and Pepper Conversations at gmail.com. That's Salt and Pepper Conversations at gmail.com.